0: You know, chat GPT. Mm -hmm. I was trying to get it to like write conspiracy stuff and it doesn't really want to do too many controversial things, but you can say like make a conversation between a conspiracy theorist who believes XYZ and something else. Uh Like a flat earther
1: and a lizard person.
0: First, I asked them to do a heated debate between someone who uh, was a 9-11 truther and someone who disagreed Mm -hmm. and they were like, sorry, we can't do anything inflammatory. They. I mean, it was like, I'm not allowed to make content that's inflammatory. So I said, okay, can you do a polite discussion? Yeah. And then it Let did. Let them it. just talk about yeah, building it doesn't seven. Have to be hid. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but can I actually read this to you? Sure. So it did it. And it was very funny. But then I was like, okay, now do the same debate, but make it rhyme. Ready? Wait, how about I read the conspiracy theorist and you read the normal person? Okay. <clears throat> Hi there, I'm a theorist, don't you see? I believe bombs brought down the towers, don't you agree? I'm just a normal dude. I respect your beliefs, but on this
1: issue, I must disagree. The official's story is that the planes and the fires are to blame. That's the reason for the towers fall, just the same.
0: But what about the witnesses who heard explosions that day? The official story doesn't add up in every single way. I understand
1: your doubt, but those explosions could have been caused by the structural damage done. The National Institute of Standards and Technology has researched and concluded this was the sum. (laughs) Straight spit. But the towers Sarge fell the at tea. free fall
0: speed. That can't be right. It's not possible if the official story is in sight. The NIST investigation <laughs> found
1: that for a few seconds there was a period of free fall, but the collapse of the towers took much longer. That's not all.
0: I see your point, but still I have my doubts. There are too many inconsistencies. It's hard to leave them out.
1: I understand it can be hard to accept the official story, but
0: conspiracy theories can be harmful. Let's not make it our glory. I agree, I just want the truth to be shown, no matter what it is, that's what I've always known. I think we
1: both want the truth that's plain to see, but it's important to base our
0: beliefs on evidence, not speculation and theories. I'll consider all the evidence and not just pick and choose. I'll keep it open mind. That's the best I can do. I love how even with this debate like it kind of has to have the conspiracy theory take the L at the end. Yeah. Like the normal person starts preaching about halfway through CIA
1: infiltration into ChatGPT
0: maybe. I was asking ChatGPT about Elon Musk. Let me see if I can pull this up. I just wanted to see like how it would characterize his advocacy for UBI, universal basic income. And it was telling me about it. And then it was like uh, one of the big ways that Elon Musk has contributed to the discourse around UBI is by donating to OpenAI, which is trying to look into new ways to fund UBI research. ChatGPT is an OpenAI project. So I was like, oh, my God, say more about the relationship. I try to keep my ChatGPT browser window just like open so I don't lose any of my.
1: And so it hears all your conversations, gets to learn who you it's good. really are. It's good.
0: Yeah. No, it's good. I'm I'm helping. I'm helping feed it more data, which will help society. The more data, the better. Exactly. If we just had all the data, the problems we solved. we would solve all the problems. Exactly. It's just we just don't have enough data. Just, We're working Just a on few it. more years of data collection and then we'll use on it. the data to solve the problems. Right, That's what's going to happen, right? <laughs> okay, Elon Musk advocates for UBI. So first I started with um, write a three-paragraph blog post about Elon Musk's advocacy for universal basic income. Mm-hmm. People care about UBI. I'm a big UBI hater. You're a big UBI hater? That, yeah. Why is that? Under capitalism, UBI is only going to be used to erode at the social safety net in the country. So in theory, mm-hmm. giving people money is good, right? Um, But I think it's going to be like kind of this just like ruling class way of getting rid of. Yeah, th- you won't have existing, food stamps, but- you won't have child care right.
1: payments, you won't have maybe even f- universal education because people be like, you're making $1,000 you a, a month
0: for free. Especially go. Social Security. I think that's the big one that's going to go. The second reason I'm a big ubi aider is because, first of all, people are going to be for it, right? Because people are poor in this country. People are going to kind of be begging for it and be excited if if it gets introduced. But I think it's going to come with a lot of strings attached. I think it's probably going to come the way of a central bank digital currency. So that means like programmable money where the it, state you, They can, can trace that shit. They can trace the shit out of it. Nothing is untraceable. And then on top of that, they can even- tell you what you can and can spend it on and i kind of think that's the beginning of the end right it's a lot of surveillance and it's a, a it makes sense that the ruling class wants it they want like real-time data collection in every area of our lives right now we already have our phones and computers and this and that but i think once everything becomes smarter i'm once, gonna start to leave the country probably that, that's when i'll say yeah i've been saying that for years i'm like as soon as they start putting cameras in our computers, I'm out of here. And they did that and I was like, well, I do love my computer. I like my, my life, yeah. yeah. Camera covers? I'm into camera covers.
1: Um, but right now we have four cameras set up. <laughs> <So> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah we also like microphone, Like, Isn't it crazy how there's a microphone in your living room at all times? I feel like people are <laughs> listening
1: to us right yeah.
0: now. Maybe two or three.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me read this uh, Elon Musk UBI connection.
1: Okay so he's for UBI. I think why, you know, and it's like, not just him.
0: I yeah. think it's just the whole ruling class. They love yeah, this stuff.
1: They love this stuff because it's also like a way to subsidize wages. To be like, "Oh, okay, mm. you don't
0: you don't need me
1: to pay you like right. a full salary if you're getting whatever, $1,500 from the government each month.
0: It's like symptom fixing. It's like people's bosses aren't paying them a living wage and a lot of people need money. Oh, well, if we have UBI, it'll supplement their income. This is good, like who wouldn't want more money? But it's like, well, we need to get to the core issue, which is like, why aren't companies incentivized to pay workers a living wage? Why, why aren't, wages aren't Why isn't labor falling? entitled to everything it creates? Right, yeah. yeah. Why no full communism in 2023? It's just these yeah. simple questions that need to get answered, yeah. Okay, Elon Musk, the CEO of SpaceX and Tesla. I'm reading from the ChatGPT response now. Now, remember, ChatGPT stopped getting fed information in 2021. Okay. So there's nothing Why about Twitter. It's just I think they need to cut it off somewhere or else uh, yeah. it's never going to It's end. too many
1: words. Yeah. We,
0: we reached the capacity of words. Right. It's going to explode I think it's, if I you think it's just one. like then they would never be able to test it and release it and like have us yeah. start to use so it. So they just
1: don't have bus in as part of their vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's it's like they late. don't know
0: the little Uzi Vert dance. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> It only has the woe, but it doesn't have the new woe. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk, the CEO of SpaceX and Tesla, so it doesn't have anything about Twitter, has long been a proponent of UBI. It's a policy proposal that would provide a regular cash payment to all citizens regardless of employment status. Musk believes UBI is necessary in order to address the negative consequences of automation and technological unemployment. In 2018. Here we
1: go. The technological unemployment. Right. The robots are taking the jobs.
0: The robots are taking the jobs, a.k.a. your boss is spending more money on robots and spending less money on yeah. cause. I mean,
1: uh, the interesting thing is like, you know, Walmart tried to have these robots take over the shelving and stocking oh, but they realize then. the maintenance of these robots is actually more expensive than paying workers
0: that's something people don't talk about that much it's like the robots themselves are very expensive so naturally there's less money to pay the workers the yes more you so spend on all this new technology to what end
1: you're pretty much guaranteed a job because you're so much cheaper yeah. labor than a robot
0: yes and no i mean like there are some incentives for companies to like invest in new technology too that doesn't really make it an even playing field between us and the robots.
1: Well, we'll see who wins in the end.
0: In a 2018 interview with CNBC, Musk stated that UBI is, quote, going to be necessary because we're going to have a lot of job disruption as we automate things like driving. He argues that as self-driving technology improves, many jobs that currently exist in the transportation sector will become automated. So what ChatGPT yeah. just did is— Pull the quote and then rephrase the quote. So basically, it's writing at a sixth grade level right now. By providing a basic income, individuals will have the financial security and freedom to pursue education, start businesses, and engage in other productive activities. In 2019, he announced he was donating $10 million to the OpenAI Research Group to study the impacts of UBI and other related ideas. Through this donation, Musk hopes to help researchers understand the potential benefits and drawbacks of UBI and to develop practical solutions that can be implemented in the real world. So OpenAI owns ChatGPT, this is their tool. So I thought that was interesting. So I said, wait, write about Elon Musk's relationship with OpenAI and it responded, Elon Musk has had a close relationship with OpenAI, a leading research organization on artificial intelligence for several years. And it's like, okay, calling yourself a leading research organization. A yes,
1: salute from the yeah. ChatGPT to its boss. <laughs> In
0: 2015, Musk was one of the first donors to OpenAI, and he's continued to support the organization financially since then. So it turns out Musk was one of the first donors. He continues to support the company financially. And he's also involved in the strategic decision making according to this, oh, this great. robot.
1: So we can see that there will be a downward <laughs> yeah. spiral of this technology. Why looking you mean because forward of to Twitter? Watch, because of Musk's projects in general. Totally. Instead of pottery, he's like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna destroy civil discourse yeah. online. <laughs>
0: Instead of taking a yoga class, he says, "I'm going to decide to colonize other planets, like we all different strokes for different folks, yeah, it does relieve stress colonizing I hear it's so funny how I feel like there's a lot of discourse in the mainstream about colonizing Mars and all that stuff, and it's like they're colonizing us right now here on earth. like can we yeah. t- talk about that? I' just it's not think, great what's yeah. going on right here.
1: Everything with musk is uh." It's motivated by these ideas that like the the now doesn't really matter, and he's looking towards the future very mm. long term, not even speaking hundreds of years because if you were really worried about hundreds of years, you'd be like, okay, like how do we um save these flood prone areas from being engulfed by water like everything is so speculative mm. about um you know we we just don't have the capability to go to Mars it, we have a better chance of going to Venus than Mars, yes, is that true? Yes, Why? a lot of well, you might say the temperature of Mars is you could imagine that it would be more welcoming to to humans because it's like just you know a little cold, it's below I don't know exactly the degrees, but we could you know we could warm it up and Venus's atmosphere is so hot mm-hmm. but the upper atmosphere of Venus is within the range of technology we we are not that far away from having technology that would be heat proof so we are closer technologically speaking to having floating colonies in the a- outer atmosphere of, of Venus. Venus interesting Plus, so scientists are yeah. saying
0: we should focus on Venus and less on Mars
1: Yes, because the problem of gravity is much harder than the problem of temperature to solve.
0: Mm. Oh yeah.
1: The mass of Venus is much closer to that of Earth.
0: Mars is kind of that bitch though. Mars like we Mars were, has always been the planet. Like remember being in like first, second grade? Like Mars was the one. Yeah, but the sticks in the the your life for some reason. Gravity,
1: the effects on your body are just so can't mm. survive and we just don't have the technology. To fix that,
0: yeah, sounds like lots of budget for R and D. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it's it's actually better to go to Mars. I feel if like if your the, goal is to just get money for research and development, it's just you can imagine
1: landing there and driving around, right. and that's what <laughs> you can really appeal to Americans. Where you're like, imagine you are four by four yeah. on Mars. <laughs> When Venus is like, yeah, you're gonna be like a little little space capsule, you're gonna be a
0: little chilly. (laughs) No,
1: it's hot on you're gonna be a little
0: sweaty, yeah, you're gonna be a little
1: sweaty, but we're not that far from the technology. I would love to get into SpaceX, yeah. Everything that he claims to be doing with Tesla in terms of helping the environment, he's Mm -hmm. doing the opposite with SpaceX, destroying the local environment in um, Southern Texas where SpaceX is based. So he's like building an oil pipeline, drilling for oil. It's it's Well, he's done, operation. he's out. He
0: doesn't care about destroying the Earth. He's he, on his way to the next
1: planet. He's it's like, fuck it.
0: It's like, you know, when you're moving out of an apartment, you're like, am I really going to sweep? You're like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I really going to start scrubbing the tub? I spackled some of the wall. <laughs> Um, I also asked ChatGPT to write a rap about Operation Mockingbird. Operation Mockingbird? Yeah. Is? Remind me. Operation Mockingbird is when the CIA was funding. Well, actually, why don't I rap it to mm. you? Operation Mockingbird's the name. Control of the media is the game. Planting stories, spreading lies. Manipulating public opinion. That's no surprise. Spying on reporters, wiretapping phones, influencing the public, what's shown. The CIA is in charge behind the scenes, but the truth will come out. Only a matter of time, it seems. I'm skipping some words to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, thought they needs our help. Yeah. It's not very artistically sound. You're making it sound better. They thought they were clever playing with fire, but their actions have consequences. They can't retire. Operation Mockingbird may have flown, but the damage is done. The seeds are sown.
1: Oh, damn. It's so
0: funny how that even in this, they have to kind of work in that it's over. It's like Operation Mockingbird is probably still in effect, maybe under another name, but. It might not be the CIA who's in charge of it now because the CIA
1: is pretty neutered compared to what it was.
0: Who do you think it would be? After I
1: mean, after the seventies and the Church Committee,
0: yeah, but different NSC... intelligence
1: agencies now. It's not necessarily the CIA. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, but that's
1: something we can talk
0: about another time. Okay. All right. Yes, yeah, so you want to talk about TikTok? Let's talk about the talk. Is
1: it, is it sus.
0: sus? To me, sus means that it is serving a purpose other than the one that it is generally accepted to be serving. Mm -hmm. So I think when deciding whether a tech company is sus or not, it's like, it's not necessarily whether it's bad or not, but whether it's bad in a way that people don't know or in a way where it's not intended to be bad so like a company like lockheed martin it's a shitty company but it's not sus mm-hmm. right it's, it's just a it's just a manufacturer of death and destruction since 1995
1: except for when they're like sponsoring gay pride parades that's they're, fun. yeah they're, or they're like they're today we sus. decided
0: to to use renewable energy for our drones and yeah I don't know if they're doing that but
1: they, I'm sure they have some kind of green commitment. You got to these days. Lockheed Martin's commitment to green energy, greening the future. They're like
0: we have a lot. We had a lot of experience in the green zone. You so. know what creates CO2 emissions? People.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know what we get rid of? Yeah. I guess that that is a good definition of sus. I, I'd like to add that. I think when we're looking at TikTok, we're looking at at like. Everything that U.S. government officials are saying about TikTok, like how we should be spooked by it because Mm. it's Chinese, right? and it's taking all of our information and sending it to China. Mm -hmm. It has the potential- Through the back door. (laughs) Through the back door, (laughs) like Rubio, Marco Rubio's presented a bill to ban it in the U.S. because children are using it and there's the potential for mind control. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: So if the Communist Party goes to ByteDance and says, we want you to use that algorithm to push these videos on Americans to convince them of whatever, they have to do it. They don't have an option. There's no way to- around it. TikTok is a major player on the global stage right now. As a company, as a social media platform, it's the most downloaded app in the world. It is the most visited website on the internet. Now, granted... I don't know if that would be the case if things like Facebook and YouTube weren't banned in China, which is a huge Mm. market, right? But it's still a huge presence in the global online community, right? This company, which kind of had like a meteoric rise over the last few years. We sound like boobers talking about TikTok right (laughs) now. It's just like, this company, where did it come from? All the kids are using it. I'm on it, like I use it, but I think for the purposes of this discussion. Let's take TikTok
1: seriously for a minute, Yeah, okay?
0: Because TikTok's definitely taking your data seriously. (laughs) I,
1: I think it's good to look at it this way. And you know, I didn't have a point That's
0: good, that's good. So let's talk about TikTok. Let's take a step back and take a look at the rise of TikTok. Where did it come from? Um, When did it come from? Yeah. Who did it come from? And why did it come? I have a bone to pick with
1: TikTok. The ads are so bad for me. They're always like, it it makes me want to log off. They're like,
0: they're not collecting enough data from you to give you a properly targeted ad. Exactly. They're, that's the problem, yeah, Open I'm not back on door. the app, I'm not, I'm not on the
1: app enough. So what I get is like, are you procrastinating? And I'm like, yes, obviously, I'm on your app. Yeah, so- they
0: just don't have enough information about you, so they're taking the only thing they know about you, which is that you are on the app <laughs> Yeah. and like, trying to make a whole <laughs> you, world out you're of here. it. here. <laughs> like, you're definitely procrastinating. All right, so TikTok is owned by ByteDance. Um, ByteDance is TikTok's parent company.
1: <gasps> this a Chinese company. Yes. Sorry, I well, interrupted.
0: Yes and no, because ByteDance. I mean, for all the fear mongering about China that we get from U.S. pundits and politicians here, it's just another multinational corporation at this point. So the parent company ByteDance, it's registered in the Cayman Islands. The they
1: Chinese po- Cayman <laughs> Islands.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Cayman. <key> <laughs> I'm Asian, by the way, so don't cancel me, you dumb bitches, okay? (laughs) I'm Asia Minor. (laughs) So a little bit more about ByteDance. It's backed by some of the heaviest hitters in Venture Capital, um, like SoftBank, Sequoia Capital. Chinese Sequoia yeah, Ch- Ch- Capital. Yes. <laughs> has a portfolio of applications across 150 markets. It's not just TikTok they own now, right? They have all these different apps and a number of them are doing really well. Um, mm-hmm. I think we watched that doc that talked about some of its early apps. What were some of the funny ones? I'm trying to remember. Yeah,
1: so ByteDance kind of like started in this apartment. It was just a bunch of Chinese engineers in an apartment. They did kind of have this stigma and they said that they were like always hemorrhaging engineers because it was such a lowbrow place to work. Like it wasn't like, oh, you're at Microsoft or a serious company. You were at an app factory that's making hilarious, goofy pics and real beauties every day. A hundred beautiful girls. Wait, hilarious,
0: goofy pics was one of the
1: names. <laughs> was one of the names of the app. And then my all-time favorite, laugh so much you'll get pregnant. is the name of an app, and I've laughed so hard that I peed, but I
0: haven't laughed so hard that I got pregnant. Maybe it's like you're laughing so hard with your potential partner that you get put in such a good mood. Your endorphins are running.
1: You, you fuck. ovulate.
0: You you feel so close to each other because you shared that laugh earlier that you allow him to come inside of you and you get pregnant. I'm I thinking think that, that was lost in translation. That's probably the original. Uh, yeah. in Chinese, I bet they say it, all it, that. it was like a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start from the beginning, actually. In order to t- in order to tell the story about Bite Dance, we need to take it back to 2020 the year of Kony, 2012. Oh. R.I.P. to that regime change uh, propaganda—the first and the last one that I ever fell for. Okay. In my defense, how old was I? You were. You were. Good. I was in height. I was in middle school. As we're all changing our Facebook profile pictures, um, Zhang Yiming, Zhang Yiming, Zhang Yiming, Zeng Yiming. We'll cut the one that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> we'll cut the one that's no, I correct. I think
1: you need to try in other ways.
0: <laughs> Zhang Zhang Zhang. Zhang creates ByteDance Dance in Beijing in 2012. Um, the company launches its first product, which is a news aggregator called Tutiao. Because the, the English a, translation is headlines. It's a it's a news app. I remember Zhang, he had
1: this sale incredible. Zhang Jing Zhang Zhong Zhang. Zhang. Um, Zhang had this incredible epiphany, one day riding the train, you know, every, uh, every tech company has to have its origin story. And he's like, I just discovered that people are riding public transit and they're looking at their phone. They don't have time to read a whole article. So he decides people just want bite-sized content and he kind of develops the algorithm that becomes popular on TikTok. How right On Tio Tiao. Oh, we got to cut that out. Tuatiao. Tuatiao. I'm sorry
0: we're making fun of the Chinese language. We're I support not China, sure. we're China we're one we're China. Trying. Then, kind of in parallel to him with ByteDance, these two other people, Alex Zhu and Lu Yu Yang, decide making their own educational video platform in 2014. Um, and this is their project together, but they don't really attract enough investment, so they pivot to an entertainment platform that lets people easily record 15-second music videos, and they call it, dun Musical.ly. You know mm. about Musical.ly? You remember this bitch? She was big with the teens. So Alex Zhu and Liu Lu Yang start Musical.ly in 2014. They open offices in Shanghai and in Santa Monica in the U.S. Fast forward to 2015, Musical.ly has surpassed Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook on Apple's iOS app popularity list. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, the app does hit number one on Apple's App Store, also in 2015. Meanwhile, over at ByteDance, Zhang Yiming launches Duoyin in China, and they gain 100 million users. That's a lot of users. Yeah. The meteoric- I mean,
1: starting in China is like a better bet <laughs> than starting they the already US. had a leg
0: up just by opening in yeah. China.
1: sure. <laughs> Speaking Chinese, you're kind of it's nepotism, I'm
0: right? Think. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Musically, um, they strike this deal with Warner Music. This is a major licensing deal. Basically, they're able to license Warner Music's like vast library mm. of songs for Musically streams. So this means that people But only
1: like 15 30 seconds, right? Well, the
0: whole app is is short content, which means that users can now Upload content with copyrighted material with no ramifications.
1: Yeah, the only thing I ever had taken down from YouTube was a copyright strike against the show Cops. Mm. I mean, I knew it was copyright breach. I just thought they wouldn't
0: care. Totally.
1: Totally. But boy oh boy,
0: do, do they, they care? care. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean there's a way to do it. I think a lot of people are scared, but if you basically if you operate within the parameters of fair use, you're pretty much protected. Know your rights. Know your rights to play my Mariah Carey. Um in the US, judges decide basically what's considered fair use on a case-by-case basis. And they use these four factors. Um, uh, to I know it, it. when so I see you- it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the brilliant way of U.S. Oh law judging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please
1: consult. Anyway, to back to
0: ByteDance. Um, so after Musically strikes this huge deal with Warner Music, ByteDance launches TikTok in 2017. This is basically their version of Douyin for markets outside of China. In November, ByteDance acquires Musically and now has basically three names that it's operating under. It's still Duoyin in China. I hope I'm saying that right, because I'm like putting a weird affectation on it. I don't know where it's coming from. It's just kind of coming naturally, Douyin. So it's basically operating apps under three names, ByteDance now. So Duoyin in China, TikTok, and it still has Musical.ly, which is at this point still a separate app. Mm-hmm. At this point, ByteDance is now valued at $75 billion in 2018. This means that it's the world's largest privately backed startup. Eventually. Later that year, the company merges TikTok and Musical.ly in August. So no more Musical.ly. And this is where we
1: get the beautiful lip syncs and
0: dances. Yes. All on one app now. And now TikTok um, has a bit of its Musical.ly history, but it's not just uh, lip syncs and dances. Now it's any type of content, right? Musical.ly was very like making your own music video and lip syncing. But TikTok is any piece of content basically that's uh, short and vertical um, so this is 2017 we're still in that that was 2018 that 2018. um TikTok and musically get merged by mm-hmm. by dance in august in 2019, TikTok's getting more popular. Lil Nas X actually that year uploaded his "Old Town Road" music video to TikTok. That's literally where it debuted, and that's kind of big, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it's always been about like VIVO on YouTube, right, or Spotify. You know what I know
1: heard about Lil Nas X, which is substantiated. He was basically running meme pages, mm. and then one day erased all the memes. Yeah. Took that following and was like, I'm a musical artist now.
0: Child of the internet, hats off, respect. Like, literally Played genius it well. market. Salute. Literally so smart because, like, he earned those followers, like, through actually running the meme pages. It's not like he bought them from some other company, right? I mean, I I do hate meme pages a little bit
1: for taking other people's content. Oh,
0: come me. on. <clears throat> I know. It's the IP democratization. Too- yeah. yeah.
1: I mean. there's no, There's no more owning your joke or idea or picture anymore
0: has a meme page stolen from you is that what this is about
1: what is this really about
0: (laughs) you're like why haven't they stolen from me exactly (laughs) once
1: a meme page steals from me
0: so old town road goes viral in 2019 it's the first tiktok release to make it to number one on the billboard hot 100 whatever the fuck that means i mean really um (laughs) who gives a fuck um, but I also remember, in 2019, no this is when the US Federal Trade Commission, the FDC, fines TikTok 5.7 million for collecting uh personal information. So like names, emails, and locations of kids under 13. Yeah. So TikTok, much like every other
1: tech company, you know, has been collecting data. And the reason it is able to collect so much of Americans' data is because. <laughs> There are no viable laws to give us any level of privacy. Mm. And while these politicians are pointing out TikTok is the is the evil mm. collecting this data, it could have been stopped. And really China doesn't need TikTok to collect our data because there's all our data is already for sale on the internet. In some I mean they try to tell you your data is collected anonymously, but it's very easy to put the pieces together to form an individual from the data that you're getting. And there's just no meaningful law to stop any tech company.
0: Yeah, all your data is for sale here. I mean, like in conclusion, who's mad. Ho's mad? Ho's mad. Every social media or even just every internet company is Pursuing some form of bulk data collection. Exactly. And y'all are just mad that TikTok did it better. Like, yeah. these, these Western politicians they got it's just more like, kids. shut up. It's so obvious you're just mad. Yeah. It's like we had You're all mad that this boomers. platform's taking off. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> no, I. I I Go need ahead. to work on that. No, but sometimes you have a better point. I feel like that's you correct. Should.
0: I mean, just like in a normal conversation, I feel like we're we are constantly interrupting each other. But I am trying to be more cognizant of it now. Why? Because you don't like when I do it. I don't like <laughs> when you interrupt me on the podcast. In real life, I don't care. Okay. But I only because I I know when I'm listening to a podcast, I like to hear someone finish a thought before someone else jumps in. No, maybe I, maybe I interrupt just people. I'm super rude. Me too. In real life, we're both very rude, but that's, I think, okay. That's, that's a strength. Until the microphones are on. Um, we just don't want it to be annoying for you guys. Um. So anyway, this is around when several US military branches banned TikTok um, on the government-issued smartphones. They're basically mm-hmm. saying like, oh, China backdoor. Basically, there's such an obsession with China. Yeah, butt. but way, so way
1: before that, mm. the um, like a fitness app that, soldiers were using were like giving away their locations and our supposed like black sites uh, you know um secret locations in africa this fitness tracking app strava so all these guys were going out for jogs uh, at secret locations because i mean you gotta stay fit oh my god so funny so it was like it was already happening of course and there's just but a they myriad of applications that can do this. That can compromise, quote-unquote,
0: national security or whatever.
1: So the U.S. didn't even ban this app. They were just like, turn off your location settings, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then, so now we're in 2019 with TikTok? 2020? Okay, 2020. So this is the year that TikTok really takes off. And you know how they knew? There's the... The, what we call in the app community, <laughs> the Schwarzenegger tipping point. You know the Schwarzenegger tipping
0: point. Every app has and The
1: Schwarzenegger
0: <laughs> tipping point. I can't wait for this podcast to hit its Schwarzenegger tipping point, which is the moment that Arnold Schwarzenegger sits right there on the couch <laughs> yeah. between us.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger joins one day during the pandemic
0: cuz he looked like it would be kind of fun. And he makes like a story time on TikTok and he's like I'll have to do the next part in part 2. I'll be back.
1: Yeah, little did he know that TikTok was paying all the celebrities that were on the app sometimes in the neighborhood of a million dollars. Not all come. the celebrities. Not but by Schwarzenegger was the er- first celebrity. Oh really? was the first celebrity that was not paid. Or like really major. First A-lister. First A-lister to not be paid. And then he finds out, here's where it gets interesting. Of course he joins and he's like, fuck, what? I could have been (laughs) paid. So later that year, TikTok donates 3 million dollars to Arnold Schwarzenegger after school. So he was like, "Oh, I missed out on all this money to bite dance." So, you got to Oh, so he hit me. them up. Anybody who was there before any A-lister that was there before Schwarzenegger? They were, they were They making, were getting paid. They were making a lot of money to post.
0: Smart smart tactic ended up paying off. <laughs> um so as TikTok is paying all these celebrities to join the platform in 2022, this is when the U.S. starts ramping up its war against the company. So in May, ByteDance hires um, this Disney guy to be COO and CEO of TikTok, Kevin Meyer. In July, Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump say that the U.S. is looking into banning the app entirely. In August, Trump issues this executive order banning American companies from transacting with ByteDance or or any of its subsidiaries. And the U.S. Secretary of Commerce is basically told by this executive order that they have to identify which transactions are specifically prohibited. So this is when all the news comes out about like oh my god TikToks being banned TikToks yeah. being banned and they're like
1: and we're like this is the only thing we have right now. Yeah, <laughs> literally.
0: He also, this is important. He also, Trump issues this executive order demanding that ByteDance divest all of its interest and rights in its assets and property that enable TikTok's US operations. TikTok claps back. It says it's actually suing the Trump administration over the ban. The company says it's basically a violation of due process. So basically, there's a lot of talk and movement on the ban throughout the year. Um, In September of 2020, a federal judge in Washington blocks Trump's order from banning TikTok and basically says that um, it doesn't have to be removed from any of the mobile app stores. And the judge is like, oh, Trump's decision, it was too unilateral and it didn't give an opportunity for the plaintiffs to be heard. A federal judge on Sunday temporarily blocked a Trump administration order that would have banned TikTok from U.S. app stores. The ban was supposed to take place at midnight. The ruling followed an emergency hearing yesterday in which lawyers for TikTok argued that the ban would infringe on First Amendment rights and do irreparable harm to the business. October 2020, um, so a shocking. similar thing happened. TikTok averts a ban again after a federal judge, this time in ten- Pennsylvania, blocks the restrictions that were supposed to take place. So basically we keep hearing about this ban. It's going to happen, it's going to happen, and then it yes. doesn't really happen. I just want to say, like, from the beginning, I knew it was never going to get banned. People were like, are you worried? Are you worried? Are you worried? I was like, absolutely not. From the beginning, it was kind of a way to just get more Western interest represented in TikTok and its parent companies, and that they were successful in doing that, for sure. Oracle, a key partner for ByteDance, is going to try and ring-fence The data of U.S. users so that only U.S. entities, U.S. companies have access to it. It's a key demand of the U.S. administration for keeping TikTok live here in the United States. Why is it called Project Texas? Well, because that's where Oracle is based. And now TikTok, she's thriving. She has more than a billion active users. She is the most visited website on the internet, more visited than Google. And most importantly, the unofficial Bridgerton musical won a Grammy, oh. and it's the first Grammy-winning album to originate on TikTok. So those three things together, the fact that it has a, over a billion active monthly users, the fact that it surpassed Google as the most visited website on the internet, and then the fact that the unofficial Bridgerton musical, which originated on TikTok, won a Grammy for Best Musical Theater Album. I think those three things really show you how big of an app this has mm, become.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure Biden is like, we can work with them. We'll,
0: we'll work with them." The Washington Post? It's doing pretty good it's yeah numbers he was on like TikTok. when i something about tiktok is what i always said is if you want to get something done with tiktok you gotta you're gonna have something. to better do to always <laughs> to, so far to do today the best way to happen to is to if you're really trying to anyway <laughs> and
1: <a> wild applause <laughs> yeah. people are standing up <laughs>
0: We're crying. Best way to get something done, if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: But recently... Wait, are you finished with TikTok's rise?
0: Yeah. Should we get into... Now, the, now TikTok's on down. top, basically. I got us to 2021, and I think it's She Has Risen. This
1: past month, mm. in December,
0: TikTok...
1: Shocking revelation. Mm. TikTok admits mm. that they used mm. data. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, that's the whole revelation. No.
1: <laughs> TikTok admits that some of their Chinese employees were spying on U.S. journalists at Forbes. Mm. And they were like, look, we're going to fire some people. Forbes takes the right wing angle and they're like, TikTok is evil because it is China. And they were like, Did you know that ByteDance is a Chinese company? (laughs) And they're like, like, We uncovered
0: links to China. Turns out the founder is Chinese. (laughs) (gasps) Do we know this? Yeah. And so, but there were some
1: damning leaks Mm. showing that U.S. citizens' data was going directly. There were offices in China that accessed U.S. users' information. TikTok tried to figure out where these leaks were coming from by spying on these journalists. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like, you know, uh, clutching their pearls, Mm -hmm. can't believe it, fainting on the couch. Big scandal, people resigned. A lot of the security apparatus of TikTok was shaken up because of this because they were like, look, they really want to, allay US fears right now. They mm-hmm. want to be like, look, we're not doing anything with China. Like you guys are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. China your your data is already unsafe. <laughs> Don't worry.
0: <laughs> Nothing's changing. changing. I'm not going to change anything in any fundamental way.
1: If if the if China really wanted to, they they wouldn't need
0: um If he wanted to, he would. Ladies, if he wanted to, he would. If President Xi wanted to, she would.
1: Yeah. Everybody has this myopic view of TikTok mm. and all the things that are wrong with TikTok. When all these tech companies are doing the same thing, and Uber planned a whole way to spy on journalists critical of the company, they like right. they outlined a pl- they had a PowerPoint plan to spy on a journalist, and now wow. eBay eBay security executives are now facing federal violations for harassing a journalist that they felt was too critical of the company. Mm. This like small online news outlet called E-commerce Bites. Have you uh, even ever heard of it? No, no I haven't. E-commerce no. Bites? Yeah. Like B Y T or B I T? Uh B Y T. Oh, Chinese coincidence? It, no, the, it's a US-based thing and it, you know, it's like this couple that runs it. And they were extremely critical of eBay, and then these executives sent porn to the Steiner's neighbor, the the publishers of the website under their name. They were like their neighbors were getting porn, but I don't know what kind of porn. But mm-hmm. imagine you're getting porn from your neighbor, and amazing. You're like, so they're trying to defame these people. Then they they didn't stop with the porn. Okay, <laughs> they also sent. Live spiders. Oh, my gosh. The
0: Steiners have been married for more than 30 years and work together from their home for more than 20. They publish a news website called E-Commerce Bites. It, It felt like corporate terrorism because we were terrorized. One of the things that we also learned was what sadistic pleasure these people took in terrorizing us. Someone sent boxes of live cockroaches and spiders to the Steiners. Pornography was sent to their neighbors, but addressed to David. Ten months later, the U.S. attorney in Massachusetts, Andrew Lelling, announced the indictments of six employees and contractors from eBay. The complaint alleges that the victims were targeted because eBay executives were unhappy with the coverage of eBay on the couple's website.
1: What's unique about this case is that you had relatively senior management at a Fortune 500 company. Who thought it was a good idea to launch what can only be described as a campaign of terror? Yeah, they sent spiders, like it went to like a Halloween level of harassment. They were sending spiders, bloody pig masks, cockroaches, even a dead pig fetus. Wow. To this couple's house, to this couple's house who was public e commerce bites. (laughs) They say capitalism doesn't fuel innovation. Yeah and yeah these executives are getting really creative for a security yeah. portion of it's UK. kind of funny all these tech companies are operating like this they're mm. all harassing journalists and then you go to our man of the hour mm. Elon Musk who is banned journalists when he you know, he took over Twitter. He's mm. also harassing journalists who are critical of Tesla. There's a whole apparatus. There's people paid off to criticize the journalists who are cri- criticizing Tesla. It's not; they're not. It's not that crazy,
0: basically. It's
1: not unique, but now it's a Chinese thing, right. so it's evil. You'll see, how, and unprecedented, and never and been it,
0: done before. Of-
1: so, what would you do if a live spider was sent to you? Double it and give it to the next person.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice little TikTok reference there. I did not get it. But oh, which
0: one? but you, what you I laughed. I was you, like, you, "You fooled me. You really laughed." But no, I do okay. like
1: the intersect. I do like knowing the TikTok trends. So.
0: Have yeah. you ever seen those, like, people that go around, like, basically doing streeters? Like, what are you, what song are you listening oh, to yeah. right now? Or, like, well, how much do you pay in rent? So one of the common ones is, like, would you like to have this $2 or should I double it and give it to the next person? And then it just kind of goes on until someone takes it. So money. you'd
1: find another spider in your apartment. And
0: put it- double the money. So I come up to you, I'm like, would you like $5 or should I double it and give it to the next person? And then you either take the $5 or or you say double it and give it to the next person, and I try to give someone else ten dollars. Mm. And most, but people it's become do a meme. It. But the phrase, but you're but you're too stuck on the the, the trend. Okay. The, the phrase double it and give it to the next person. We're such boomers, right? No, now, no, 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 no. Has become a meme basically. Like if you see a video on TikTok that's like disturbing or cringe or something annoying, and you open the comments, a lot of the comments will say double it and give it to the next person. It's just basically yeah. a template to. Say, I'm not um, into this, rejecting it, I don't want it. That's cool. I'm like, I it's like totally it. over explained at this point. It's no, funny. but you but, get it,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: well, what if it, you know, enters speech and then we
1: have to live with it? So, I feel that like already- sus stuck around and
0: sus didn't come from TikTok. Sus is just a word, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sus, sus has been around since before either of us were alive, yeah, but now it's entered, yeah, anyways. I don't think so. I think Sus had a heyday Day when, like, I was in high school. Don't I, Sus? This is not a pop culture show, guys. What would you
1: do if your neighbor got porn with your
0: name on
1: it? <laughs> I would return address is yeah. you.
0: Feeling- I mean, are they hot?